0: It's a little stock. Baseball, take one. Big ol' fat motherfucker called. Blizzing buzzard buttocks. Big rigger inspection. special. Under my feet. Oh. Look, with the biggest heavy band of all time. I wouldn't ask you to do a drum roll if your arm fell off. <laughs> there was an incident with uh, the pyrotechnics. Hey, cut! Squillions of
1: dollars and squillions of people piddly wants and wills and needs.
0: Lars Ulrich, drums and bonds.
1: What the fuck does that mean anyway? I
0: hate that fucking camera, man.
1: Well, since we started...
0: I'm talking about like a fucking live gig. You see this for right? What really gets my dick hard? Mommy, where's Fluffy? Hey, this is Edwin Outwater, conductor and musical director of SNM2, and you're listening to and podcast for all.
2: Back to Win Podcast for All. I'm Shane Obershaw.
1: And I'm Jeff Winslow. Literally, Welcome back, buddy. Welcome back, dude. Welcome back. You're alive. We're 12 seconds in.
2: I want to do a little singing for you, okay? Shane O'Roki in full effect. Let's go. I actually have two songs, so here Woo. we go. Here I am. <laughs> Let's rock you like a hurricane. Yeah. And for part two. In the eye of the tornado blow me
0: away In the eye of the tornado blow me
1: away Oh well it's good to see that you're in good spirits and you're making light of it you are I'm alive you're Hurricane Shane like uh Hurricane
2: uh, Shane I like that's the episode right there 49 seconds in
1: there is a there's a fighter I'm a big fan of. He was in the UFC and now he went over to the PFL and his name is Hurricane Shane Burgos. So You're just telling me this now? I'm just telling you, you know, maybe you and him can get in the octagon and you can fight for the name who's gonna be the true Hurricane Shane. Is it the guy who brings the hurricane to the octagon or is it okay. the guy who survived
2: the hurricane head on? I'm pretty sure he could beat me up, but he did not have the eye of the hurricane go right over his fucking house. I fifteen, I think that sixteen days ago. I think that favors you. I think that makes you a little bit tougher. Ding, That's ding, cr- ding! That's and crazy. winner by <laughs> unanimous decision, Hurricane Shane from Cape Coral, Florida. You got this, dude. To to go through what you went through, I
1: mean, Oof. that is, I can only imagine. I've seen videos, I've seen pictures. I've seen videos that you have sent me, and man, i I don't know where to start. Let us know. Everyone wants to know what happened and kind of run
2: us through the whole process of it. Uh, it got a little blowy down my boulevard at in Podcast little, for All Studios.
1: A little windy down there.
2: Uh, a little, a little gusty. A little. Uh, little Was it a little breezy? A little, little breeze out of the east and then the west. <laughs> The wind direction changed uh, throughout the day. It was quite so a phenomenon. What Obviously,
1: this is the first hurricane you have been through since yes.
2: living down in that glorious state. Talk about a way to kick things off! I I popped my hurricane cherry with a uh, with a big one,
1: with a very big one. I mean, it was so <clears> big that they didn't even bother giving it a female's name. They went straight to Ian. Straight to Ian. Too bad
2: it wasn't Hurricane Shane. That that would have been perfect. Could you imagine? I know. What were they thinking? They should have... Oh, Shane moved on there? Let's name it this. Let's name it after him. So you want I'm the sure whole you, story, huh? Yeah, you know, myself The listeners have and been asking.
1: I think that they they are the ones that really want to know what's going on because it is not like us to miss weeks when it comes to episodes, but obviously... Two weeks.
2: I felt bad, but I, uh, I was a little occupied with uh, living off of a generator for... <laughs> 13 days
1: my guess is when you're limited on power utilizing the computer
2: is probably not on the top priority list uh no and as we speak i'm in the bunker right now in memphis trying to get back to a little normalcy of my daily routine right Uh, still no cable or internet in cape coral florida we just got power on two days ago uh
1: power now that's that's definitely an issue, but what you said about the the no internet or cable, that's hashtag first world problems right there, my friend. <laughs> not even
2: Not even Verizon LTE, so when I'm in Southwest Florida, my phone is a little sketchy because a lot of cell towers did not survive the Cat 4, almost Cat 5 cane. That's why
1: your text messages have been coming through green like a poor person. Oh, wait, I didn't
2: mean that. I feel like I have a flip phone from 1999 again.
1: That's what I'm saying. Coming in all green, I'm like, oh, man, is this like one of those, is this a this, uh, pay-as-you-go
2: type deal? What's what's happening here? Shane's green. What's happened? He lost his uh, Apple account. He must not have paid his <laughs> bill on time since his credit card got, you know, washed away in the flood. It got washed away, yeah. Oh. oh. So how, how deep
1: did the water get on your street as far as <laughs> –
2: like, could you go swimming Deep out in your Deep river. river. <laughs> could My you go swimming heart is in... over, Georgia. <laughs> Were you going over the mighty Miss? My backyard looked like the Miss for a couple minutes there that I... Dude, I don't even know where to begin telling you everything that happened in the last two weeks.
1: Well, maybe we should... Uh, well, I have a no, disclaimer. Well, since we started... <laughs>
2: right.
0: Okay, how long has the band been together as Metallica?
1: Well, since we started.
2: I have a disclaimer. Okay. Um,
1: Is, is this like one of those, you know, real quick, I want to sidetrack here because... You're the host tonight. I'm the guest. This is what we do. <laughs> I like on this an...
2: format. I just showed up and you're, you're going to run this whole thing.
1: You know, this is what we do on in Podcast for All. We like to derail here. And I need to sidetrack for a second because... I do um, want to
2: talk about Metallica tonight at some point.
1: Oh, we're definitely going to. Okay. But you said cool. something about, you know, full disclosure. It sounds kind of like my free speech for the dumb article that I saw this week is that there's a new movie on Netflix with, uh, I think it's Mila Kunis. And mm-hmm. people are saying that there needs to be a trigger warning before the movie starts to let people know, like, there may be some, you know, triggering images or things that are going to happen throughout the movie bullshit grow up get the fuck over it i think that's the dumbest thing ever and by you saying full disclosure it made me think like all right are you gonna like give us a trigger warning here that uh, there might be some th- might be some violent stuff happening in these stories or what's going on
2: <laughs> not really so that was your free speech for the dumb dumbest thing you've seen on the internet all week i i have oh, a that's... lot of dumb moments i'm going to share with you so this whole episode could be my free speech for the dumb segment i knew i had it somewhere there okay my disclaimer is I think I've kept a pretty good sense of humor through this whole experience. Right. I'm not gonna lie, dude. This is like not life changing, but more of like a life a, altering you know, very much so. Very, very much so. You know me, I've got a sense of humor about everything under the sun and we and we usually laugh at like serious current events and shit going on in the world. It's hard to explain. Do you feel this, like the, what
1: you said months ago about people who live in an area where there's a hurricane? You remember that whole ordeal. You feel a little I, bit feel a little I, bit different about it now, as going through it, living through it, or do no? Because still... I'm gonna
2: I'm gonna touch on that too. Because we did not evacuate. We rolled this thing out for ten hours. Which is crazy. Why didn't you leave? I'm gonna get to that. Okay. Okay. Uh, People lost their life, people lost their homes, people lost their pets, people Mm. lost family members, people lost neighbors, people lost friends, people lost their vehicles, people lost their boats, people... It's a tragedy. Dude, everything from personal items to their homes to their lives. So what I'm saying tonight is not funny. I'm not taking it lightly because my entire community and area that I live in has been totally uprooted for months and years to come i'll put it that way right so none of this is funny but i'll share with you the funny things that happened to us and the reason we didn't evacuate and the things i've seen and the stories i've heard but it's on podcast for all it's all things metallica you the fan come on the show tell your metallica story tonight i'm gonna tell you the hurricane story and. We'll have some fun with it does that make sense and, you know, yeah and i'm sure along the way you probably uh
1: probably listened to a couple of metallica jams so along the way you could probably tell us that hey you know wind's blowing 158 miles an hour and i was rocking out to dire's eve you know i figured I'd put the fastest song on with
2: <laughs> i wish that was true but i was conserv conserving my battery as we were hunkered in a bedroom closet for 10 hours while this thing went over us Oh, man, that's crazy. I haven't listened to much music since that day because we haven't had power. And it's probably I a good thing. Car. Sometimes you, sometimes you need work. that it's, cleansing. It's been a very quiet two weeks of cleaning up and reflecting on what the fuck just happened. Reflecting on life. Like, all right, what's what's important here? <laughs> we need to evaluate. I've been scared in life with, you know, 41 years of living yeah I've I've never been I can say I've never been at moments how that day went I've never been that terrified I can imagine how loud was that there's moments that are loud there's moments that you know the house is moving and the walls are shaking and you can feel the pressure under the door in the closet as you're keeping it closed You're probably wondering, like, how the hell is this thing standing up? (laughs) I kept thinking about, I know when we bought the home we're in, that it's rated to 150 miles an hour. Because it's a block, like a cinder block home. Right. But the roof is wood with trusses and 2 by 4s So, as the day went on, I'm like, I know these walls will probably hold, but this roof... And the sounds and the creaking I'm hearing from the wood up in the attic, it doesn't sound good. And I don't know how much longer this thing is going to hold on for. That gets you thinking about, and I'm not being funny here, that gets you thinking about, uh, have I done everything in life that I've wanted to do? Right, you start
1: reflecting and start going through like...
2: There's a couple moments where I was like,
1: this may be it type situation
2: and i'm not being dramatic and not trying to be funny but there was and i didn't dwell on it but there are a couple seconds of moments where it's like well it's been a good ride if this doesn't work out i can say it's (laughs) literally it's been fun that's crazy to to feel like you're at that moment there was a couple times where i'm like fuck this is this is fucking brutal and this is before the surge before the water showed up this is just wind so there's a couple moments where you're like, well, had some fun with friends, loved my family very much, toured the world in a band, had fun with the podcast, mm-hmm. um, feel fortunate enough to know what I've done in life has been on my terms. <laughs> right. And when you think about those things as you're huddled in the closet with your loved one and, and your dog, wow, is this, is this how it's going to go down? Kind of puts things in perspective a little bit. Big time. Yeah, And you know things are getting serious when Krista and I look at each other <laughs> and say, do you have your ID on you? That's a moment where it's like, okay, she's, she knows how serious this is as well. Not do you have your wallet on you, but do you have identification on you just in case this really yeah. goes south? That kind of tells you what kind of day it was.
1: Yeah, it's one of those kind of pit in your stomach kind of moments
2: where... Yep. If this doesn't hold and we get swept away in this surge, <clears throat>
1: I mean, who's yeah, going to find
2: us, and can they identify us?
1: Right. I mean, with how hard those winds are going, I mean, there's...
2: We had 145 miles an hour on our street.
1: That's crazy. I couldn't even imagine what that would feel like. I mean, that'd whoop,
2: just and then, take you away. And then come to find out the next day, as FEMA was on our street, we had an F3 tornado go down our boulevard along with the hurricane.
1: Oh, so that is, yeah,
2: that's like a movie right there. Right, but you don't even know the tornadoes on your street because of how powerful this hurricane is at the same time. Right. So that's a fun thing to think about
1: afterwards. Right, and you're like, (laughs) oh, man, imagine if that would have, you know, gone through where the houses are.
2: Right, which it did. Took out some people.
1: That's sad.
2: I'll start at the beginning. And I've gotten a lot of questions about evacuating versus <clears throat> not evacuating.
1: Right. So I was like curious that, myself why I, I I for sure thought you would have been like, "All right, well, right. Let's let's take precautions, you know, for the house to try and keep it protected and then first right. flight out in the morning, we're gone."
2: So like I was in San Francisco <clears throat> that weekend leading up to it. And on Sunday, they're like, "Yeah, this, you know, it's picking up steam. It's heading towards, like, north of Tampa. So I'm thinking, all right, well, Tampa's two hours from us. It's, you know, a Cat 2, a Cat 3. If it goes as far west as Tampa before it, you know, makes landfall, that means we're going to maybe see 70 or 80-mile-an-hour winds in where I'm at in Cape Coral. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I should probably go home and, you know, help out and put up the storm shutters and just kind of prep the place for 70 to 80 miles an hour and then i got home tuesday i got home early tuesday morning put up shutters it was like a light rain (laughs) storm shutters those aluminum shutters they're you know they're metal yeah yeah they look light they're not light
1: well i mean a window is fairly big
2: (laughs) yeah and this is my first time putting them up on all any exposed glass window or door has to be covered Yeah, so it takes five to six hours. I thought it'd take about two. Uh, wrong.
1: <laughs> have it up and, in an hour.
2: <laughs> and there's a ton of them because you got to screw them in, you know, with screws to these kind of grommets that are built into like the, to the house.
1: Right. Well, and you so, have a fairly big house too, so I got to imagine that, you know, you've got oh, a decent forever. amount of, a decent amount of windows and going around the whole property. I mean, it probably, I think about what it would, it would take
2: a decent amount of time on my house. Your house would be about five six hours, probably at the same time. Knowing what your house looks like, it's it's laboring to, and they're fucking heavy as shit. So by the time you're done, dude, you're fucking wiped.
1: You're, yeah, your arms are probably feeling a little. You jello-y. are fucking <laughs> bushed. Bushed. I was just
2: about to say it. Yeah, Dell. Your, your dogs will be barking after you put up shutters for five hours in a light rain with a you know electric drill that's starting to die on you. Oh, that feels good. Oh, God, I'm telling you. My dogs are barking today. Yeah, man. <sighs> A Ryobi drill. Wish I had more batteries that morning. Need that Milwaukee power. Milwaukee's <laughs> not bad. Not bad. I like
1: Milwaukee. I like Milwaukee. Yeah, I,
2: yeah I... I I like the neon green Ryobi over the red old Milwaukee. Fair
1: enough. I do like the colors. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so you get the shutters up, you get all the shit off the pool, you get the deck furniture in the house, you you try to get as much in the house as you can and then shutter things up. And then I left—I purposely left one shutter off the back sliding door and off the front to just monitor how the day is going to go. Right. So you go to bed Tuesday night with the house all ready to go. And then you wake up Wednesday morning at 4.30 in the morning, turn your phone on and see all the news that the hurricane has decided to make a right turn right towards Cape Coral, Florida oof so that like, early in the morning too so you're like <laughs> well, i didn't sleep well knowing what was coming and knowing that this is potentially going to be the the strongest thing we've seen yet since moving there right <laughs> boy was that right so you really it's like set the bar <laughs> like 6 7 in the morning it's like 35 gusted into 45 just kind of a strong windy day with like a steady rain you know all the news all it's like this will make landfall by 2 p.m., 3 p.m. today, and it's going to be a category four, which is over 120 miles an hour. The cat four is 120 to 157.
1: That's crazy.
2: And then the cat five is anything above 157, and a cat five means anything in its path is wiped off the map.
1: You're like, well, shit, had I known this, I probably wouldn't have stayed here.
2: Right. <laughs> But And at that point, it's too
1: late. You can't even at the start go? of it.
2: If this is getting... Wednesday morning. I got home Tuesday morning. A lot of people started evacuating on Monday, and it took them eight hours to drive north, which should only take you an hour and a half to get to Orlando. Right. And
1: obviously, every airport, I'm sure, within a 20 to 50-mile yes. radius
2: is just. I was on the last FedEx flight to Florida Tuesday morning after that. mostly Most Florida airports shut down. Yeah. For good reason. Like Orlando, Tampa, Miami, Fort Myers closed for like, you know, what was coming.
1: Well, clearly, they got it wrong in yeah. vacation. They do shut down Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Only oh, don't close Florida. <laughs> well, they do now. <laughs> but Roy... Can you imagine how your kids would have felt if when you got to Florida, it was closed?
0: Oh, they did not close Florida. No, you well, mean, I know they don't both. close They're the right? state of Florida. I,
2: I better, you know, kidding me? This is a Magnum P.I. <laughs> it's
1: a BB gun, Clark. could lodge under the skin and cause a nasty infection. Oh, it
2: could. It could. It could. <laughs> Just getting some sporting goods, honey. <laughs> so, based on where the storm was going and based on the forecast and the speeds we decided to stay along with 70% of my block in my neighborhood. Cause they, they were through Irma in 2017. They've seen some heavy shit and they're like, our homes are rated for it. It's better than going to some shelter that sucks. And then you can't get back to your neighborhood for five days after because of the destruction and blah, 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 blah. There's many reasons.
1: I was just surprised you guys didn't come back to Minnesota. It's not like you don't have a buttload of, Connections here in places. You know, what I mean? yeah, so when it came to your house, we'd have sort of rocked episodes every night. There we go. See, we would have been churning out episodes. We we'd be done for the rest of the year. We'd be done for twenty
2: two into twenty think of all the DVD commentary shows we could watch. <laughs> think about how many DVDs we'll make. We'll make our own <laughs> podcast DVDs. Live in Jeff's basement as Shane's basement gets swept away. <laughs> the other thing is. And this is gonna sound I don't care how it sounds. It's going to sound selfish, like, you know, some materialistic freak. When you're in your home for a hurricane, you can monitor what's going on. You can make sure a door's not breached. You can make sure water's not coming in. You can make sure everything's closed up and buttoned up as it's happening.
1: Right, but you can also be, you know, victim of
2: getting swept away in the windy. You can. risk that you're willing to take. But all I mean, my neighbors... I know you got
1: to, you got some cool stuff down there. You don't want to see your orange sparkle floating
2: down the street. The orange sparkle was up high on some shelves. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> but it's not about stuff. It's about how much you can protect your home from. Right, right. You know, literally the doors opening like the floodgates coming in. Mm-hmm. So we stayed. Ten or eleven a.m. Things start getting pretty real. Sixty, seventy. This is like a constant sustain, not gust, like a constant like 60 to 70 wind and like the screens in like our lanai, which is like our pool cage area, yeah, are starting to like leave. People's shit from other neighborhoods are starting to show up in the lawn and I mean that's whipping. <sighs> I mean 60 to 70 constant is, that's whipping, man.
1: Yeah, I, I, we had a bad storm in the beginning of the summer and it was like, I think it got up to just under fifty, and I was like, "God damn, this is that was fifty. 50.
2: That was just getting warmed up for my day. That's what I'm saying. You're talking that was about a like hundred
1: act. You're talking about 140, <laughs> literally almost 100 miles an hour faster. And I thought, like, you know, 50, 51. I was like, "God damn, like this is good." I'm watching the signs in front of me going.
2: Fifty's a light breeze now to me.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm sure. So around noon, things got real. We went from kind of our living room to a closet. Mm-hmm. So when you think of a hurricane, how it turns, it turns to the left. Like you got like a, let me get in some weather shit here. A low pressure turns left, a high pressure turns right. So any hurricane you see on the radar, it's always turning to left. Right. So I'm like, okay, the way this thing's coming, the winds for the first half are going to be out of the southeast. If the winds are hitting the house on the southeast, we should probably go to like, to like the northwest corner of the house that's taking the less beating. Less, Yeah. So, Krista and our sixteen year old dog and myself get in a closet that's about the size of a porta potty nice, right, the square footage, yeah, so yeah. take the toilet ledge out, and that's kind of the closet we were in it's a, of course, it's the smallest closet that's in the northwest corner. <laughs> It's like, why couldn't the storm be out of the north so we could be in the master closet where you can, you know, basically put a mattress down and lay down. And lay down. <laughs> yeah, not the case, but shingles start leaving the roof. You can hear them flapping, and then you can hear them sliding away and just leaving. And then you can also hear other people's debris hitting the side of the house. So the southeast corner and the south side's taking a beating as we're in the northwest corner corner of the house and she and the dog are up against the wall i'm where the door is and i shut the door we got some like blankets and pillows in there because it's gonna be a long day all right and you gotta realize this this closet is not next to an interior wall it's in the middle of the house and i have my hand just under the door because it's just how i'm sitting in the closet yeah I can feel rushes of air coming into this internal room in the house. That's how much pressure is going around the house during this.
1: So it's, yeah, it's seeping in through any crevice that it can get through.
2: Yep. And then two or three in the afternoon, we start hitting gusts over a hundred or like 105, one, like sustained of 85, gusting into like 100, 105. Mm-hmm. And at that point you can hear all the doors in the house, kind of rattle against like their their stop like the latch in the door yep so you feel the pressure under the door then you hear all the doors rattle and then you hear the gust outside of the actual wind so you feel the pressure change in the house before you hear the and obviously at this point
1: there's no power i'm sure
2: oh god no power went out at like 10 a.m okay yeah once winds got above 50 the power was like yep see ya
1: So, and you're just sitting in a dark closet and you guys have your phones with limited battery at this point, no ability to charge anything or plug anything in.
2: I'm using my phone and then I'm using my work iPad because we got a really good uh, weather app to look at a radar picture and kind of up to the minute, just a radar picture of how the storm's turning. I will add, I couldn't imagine going through this if it would have started at like midnight. It was all daylight for all this. Thank God. Because I mean, once the did, once the water and the storm surge came, you wouldn't be able to see that shit at night with no power.
1: I suppose, but would it really matter? Like, was it really that? It had to have been pretty fucking dark outside. You could, can uh, you even see
2: anything with those big metal shutters over? Well, remember, I, I left one off of each window to kind of keep tabs on the place so I could peek out. Oh, right, right. But, it, you know start to finish this thing wound up around noon and it finished at ten, eleven o'clock at night so it, the majority was daylight right. i can't imagine if it would have been the back side of the clock that would have been a whole different story
1: that would have been probably fear like
2: <laughs> yeah and you know we're in the closet for the whole day did your house flood I, i'm getting there the answer is no but how it didn't is unbelievable every hour i'd go out and make sure that doors were closed windows were sealed up and we don't have water oh, so yet. you
1: would go out there and walk around
2: not outside but like not no well yeah just no, the, not the kitchen the like family it, room yeah so some of the videos i've shown you i was you know peeking out a shutter trying to get some footage yeah like you went outside you're fucking dead man
1: oh yeah at, at shit's fucking, flying
2: around at 100 miles an hour like a shingle would kill you you wouldn't even be able to stand it would just take you away if it's gonna you know
1: take boats and shit like that what's you know a 180 pound person like
2: phew, you're gone don't let me forget to mention that my neighbors left in the middle of it we'll get to that
1: are they still they are us? alive it's unbelievable
2: we'll get holy to that. shit so so in the I middle
1: sh- of it that would have been what like so it was like 60 70 mile an hour wind still at that
2: point or 90 because they got scared that the water was rushing in so they got in their truck <laughs> oh. I'll get there.
1: Oh my goodness!
2: It's gusting over a hundred now, and shit's flying. The trees are just bent over at like ninety degrees. Like palm trees are like four times as thick and as tough as like regular like oak trees, like you're used to.
1: Oh yeah, and I'm and sure
2: the, they're just oh they do. These palm trees are at, like a ninety degree angle. And it's just just thrashing them. By this point, a lot of the shingles are gone. The debris in the pool is starting to add up because all the screens, all the lanai are all ripped out, and other people's fencing, other people's shit, and other people's like plants and shrubs and grass are now all ending up in like our yard. And it, I mean, 100 miles an hour, there's a lot of shit showing up. Someone's kayak is starting to like float into my front yard. I have no idea whose it is. I still have it. <laughs> Score. <laughs> yeah. Bright yellow kayak if, if you're looking for it, people.
1: You could. You probably could have. After all said and done, you probably could have kayak down your
2: down your street, <laughs> right? Oh, dude, easily. Now it's three p.m. and the storm surge is starting to show up, and we're not talking inches of water. We're talking feet of water that's rushing down our boulevard with white caps, and the water level is rising as you're watching it coming up to your front door, like
1: rising. So it's like it's like watching. A windy lake, but in your front yard.
2: And it should never be that high. But with this surge and how these winds came out, where this water's coming out of the Gulf and all the canals and the river nearby, it's, it's coming up fast. Right. Now, again, some people had over 12 feet of water in their home that, like, totally consumed their first floor. And, you know, a lot of people were killed from this. 12 feet in your home. Picture that. I
1: mean, that's taller than most people's ceilings. That room you're you're in right now is an
2: eight foot ceiling. Yeah. Think of that.
1: Yeah, that's crazy.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Think of your, like, knowing your house, think of your entire lower level and the water's as high as the rafters in your garage. And that's what you're dealing with right now. Yeah, that's
1: insane, dude.
2: That's crazy. And it came out of nowhere in 40 minutes. They went from dry to that kind of water level in 40 minutes.
1: So yeah, you're not, and with the shock of it all, like you're not just like, all right, I'm just going to go upstairs now. Like I'm sure it was, wow.
2: The water's coming down the boulevard that you would never picture ever in your city street. And then our home was built after 2013, which by code they made sure that you're up higher. So my driveway's got an incline to it. Oh, right, right. So from our street to our front door is about a six foot, Incline over the space of, like, the driveway. Yeah. And the water... Yeah, the water came right up to the door. It was like... It was like our home was measured for, like, the worst possible outcome, and the water did not come in, but it was just... The water got two inches in the garage, and it came right up to the front door before it went down. But if you have an older home, like my next-door neighbor, his home is on a... It's like a... He's not on a hill at all.
1: Yeah, so it's just, like, a normal...
2: Straight planed. Right. And he's got water in his house, like, up to his shins, like, knee level. Whew. So with the limited cell service we had, him and I were keeping tabs on each other of what was going on. And I looked in my backyard, and the water's about ready to come up over the patio, like, into the pool. It's that high. And it's raging. It's like a river coming out of nowhere. Yeah, so the current is strong, I'm sure, and the wind, yeah. obviously. And it's enough to where I can already see out the window that it's already, like, taken our fence out. It's already taken all of our landscaping out. All the plants and trees have just been, like, washed away from this shit. And his home's at a lower level, so it's all above his patio. So all this brown shit oily water is now filling his whole back patio and pool up with this shit. And then he calls me. Dude, it's literally the shit wins. <laughs> 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 and then some <laughs> you were warned Mubs, but you picked the wrong side beware my friend shit wins are coming so he calls me and this is a pretty sharp dude um former marine and former uh sheriff's deputy from arizona oh okay tough dude good old american handyman kind of dude
1: yeah absolutely
2: he's like shane the water's coming in it's time to go and i'm like what do you mean time to go he's like we're getting in the truck we're getting out of here i'll I'll get a hold of you if we make it
1: dude tell me in your mind you're like this is this is a fucking movie this is like
2: shit you it it was (sighs) dude the whole day is just it's a total mind fuck and peter um and his wife and his they got two grown kids that still live with them like in their early 20s -hmm. and and two good-sized dogs get into his sh- um, Silverado.
1: Yeah, the Rado. <laughs> see? They're tested even for 90-mile-an-hour winds. <laughs> oh, we're over
2: 100 by now. <laughs> oh, see? At that point, like the, Hurricane a rock. Could he-
1: <laughs> the Hurricane could hear those bald eagles chirping right out that vortex.
2: <laughs> you remember that old Chevy commercial, Like a Rock? Yeah, the Bob Seger. <laughs> we need that for a track, by the way.
0: America is still the land of rugged individualists. Like a rock. I was strong as I could be. Like a rock. nothing ever got to me. And every one of them demands something different from their Chevy truck, but they all want the same thing: like a rock. the most dependable, longest-lasting trucks on the road. Like a
2: rock. Yeah, that's a good song. I like Bob Seger. So Peter calls me and goes, Shane, the water's coming. It's time to go. And I'm like, uh, um, Peter, I don't know, dude. Where you, where are you going to go? That on a Silverado, the the water is already halfway up your wheel, like coming, Jeez. like it's like coming up to his floorboards. How right? did the thing not get swept away? <laughs> Hold on, we're getting there. And I'm like, dude, it, it's the middle of a Cat Four hurricane. How far are you going to get, and where are you going to go? And how do you know the road's even still there? It's so flooded. This dude has big balls. Peter's got <laughs> balls. Good old American uh, <laughs> big badass big balls. Marine. Yeah, huge balls. <laughs> For a split second, I'm like, I might not ever see my neighbors again if he fucking actually gets in this truck right now. That's a scary thought. Literally went through my mind. I'm like, our neighbors are going to die. And there was a moment where... He made the, you know, I made the decision, we made the decision to stay. And there's a moment where I could tell him and his wife made a decision to get in that truck and leave. Right. And there was also a moment where I said, I'm not going to tell another man what to do with his family with this shit going on right now. Right. Because if I, if I told him to stay and we, and, and they ended up dying, I wouldn't be able to live with that.
1: Right, yeah, that's 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 too much to to put on. Even though yeah, it's not, it, it, like, it, it it's it would still be on on him. You know, it wouldn't necessarily be on you, but that's you know, naturally as any human, you couldn't It'd be hard to, yeah, live just, knowing. Yeah, no, I know this exactly. Is I was, what you're
2: this saying. is this is why I was on the phone with him. I'm like, with what's going on right now in the <laughs> most fucked up experience of you know my life, I'm not going to tell another man what to do with his family. So off they go. (laughs) They get They get a block down the street, and he says he's starting to take waves over the hood of a Silverado. (laughs) (laughs) Now picture that, how high a Silverado hood is.
1: So did he turn around and come back? His transmission
2: blew out. So they were stuck out there in the truck? So they're stuck in the truck with 80-mile-an-hour winds gusting to 110 with their two younger kids in their 20s with (sighs) uh, a white lab and a black golden doodle dog. And now they're stuck in the truck, and the truck's dead, and now they're floating. The truck is not on ground anymore. It's actually, like, in the current on our boulevard.
1: And obviously they're alive because you said they were and you you know the whole story, but...
2: What the hell? How? 100 mile an hour winds, they abandon the truck, they get out. He says by the time they got out of the truck, as you sat in the truck, the water was waist high in the cab.
1: Where did they go? Swimming?
2: They swam back to their house. They were up to... The, Peter said at one time the water was chest high and he's about as tall as I am. The water was chest high. They're wading through like our front lawns they got like six homes away a block away before they swam back the dogs were swimming next to them and they actually made it back to the fucking house
1: how how did <laughs> i'm just trying to figure out how they were able to even I'm i'm picturing this wind like how they were even able to move with the, the wind
2: peter had one dog the oldest boy had the other dog the daughter and Peter were dragging the mother along. And at one point, the mother said, I'm not going to make it. You're going to be fine without me. I don't think I can get back with you. You don't need me anymore. I love you. Ugh. Now, now, if that's not out of a movie, and these are my next door neighbors, and that's the way she was talking. And he's like pulling her swimming while holding the dog going god damn it listen to me give it give it all you got we've got four homes like they were like four homes away from their door and she was like ready to give up she she didn't think they were gonna make it yeah
1: four homes in a hundred mile a hundred mile an hour wind is like walking the whole entire strip of vegas and back in 20 minutes like in right, chest go,
2: deep water good luck in good chest luck. deep water so they
1: i don't know how but they made it back that is insane. See, this and then is why they and make goes, movies is
2: because there's crazy heroic things like that. We still had cell service. He goes, "The tr- we lost the truck. The truck's gone, but we made it back to the house. Well, we're going to be home the rest of the day. <laughs> I'm like, I bet you are. And by this point, it's getting bad. Like, mm-hmm. it's getting worse. This truck has seen uh, better days. Yeah,
1: you don't want to buy uh, flood salvage vehicles. Um, so. At what point... Throughout the day, did you think to yourself or maybe say to Krista, fuck, maybe we should have left? Was there any point where you were like, damn, I wish that we would have just...
2: Shutters on and left. Shutters
1: (laughs) up and then, yeah, just headed out. Like, was there any point where you just wish that, you know? Of course
2: there is. There was two or three moments where I was like, should have flown home on Tuesday, put the shutters up and we should have driven to, you know, Bob or Rourke's house in Orlando and waited this thing out. Right. Right. So
1: now, hindsight being twenty twenty, of course, you guys made it through something incredible,
2: mm-hmm. an
1: absolutely amazing story. I'm so glad that you guys are done, right. We're only
2: halfway done with the story, by the way.
1: Well, I'm not saying the story is over, but the I eye hasn't
2: this, gone over the house yet.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, looking, you know, at everything that's happened, are do you think next time you're going to leave? Again, because you thought it was one thing and then it shifted and it kind of, you know, is is it something now where you feel like even if they're like, all right, it could be, you know, 60, 70 mile an hour winds where you'll be like, all right, well, just on the off chance it shifts again. Is it Mm -hmm. one of those ordeals where you think that if a hurricane is heading towards Florida, maybe you guys just go somewhere else for a few days, wait it out just to make sure? Or do you think that you would go through the same procedure again? thinking that maybe it's one thing when it shifts and turns into something else.
2: Everyone listening right now is going to think I'm crazy. After this experience start to finish with the same conditions, I would stay. Oof. If I know it's a direct hit forecasted two days out and it's cat five, then we're getting out of there. If it's a three or four with what we had, I, I would stay again. You'd rather sit in your closet
1: than like sit at a comfy hotel a couple hours away. For multiple reasons, yes. I guess. I don't know. Maybe I mean I really like my stuff in my home, but
2: this it's not about stuff. It's like it's not material it's not stuff at all. No, I get what you're saying. No, I, I know what you mean. It it's 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 your home and you're you're there for it. Yeah, it's like and a, and a lot of people that evacuated, you can't get back to your home for four or five days after this happens. It's like the There's Titanic. You go
1: down. You go down with the ship. The captain goes down with the ship. It's
2: like Unforgiven three.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, down with the
2: ship.
0: Slipping fast, down with the ship, in the
2: shadows. sail to sea on Shane's Boulevard. So what uh, happens when the uh, golden iron... treasure? <laughs> What happens when the eye of the stranger goes over? (laughs) By the way, my neighbor Peter said when the water came up to the door, they absolutely panicked. He admitted. He goes, it was the dumbest dumbest decision I've ever had in my 50-plus years, but I absolutely panicked when I saw the water coming in the house. The water didn't scare me. I was more worried about the structure and the roof at the time
1: yeah the structural integrity of your house like I was oh all, let's let's hope was these all, guys yeah.
2: built this shit correct <laughs> i was all about the walls and the roof Krista was all about the water i'm like you were like hopefully was this like, was
1: not a monday built home yeah is this, is this <laughs> a banana
2: <laughs> like a car yeah lemon <laughs> D- <or> sorry <laughs> lemon they're I'm both yellow of, i'm thinking of bananas because uh the neighbor lost all his banana trees did oh, I get a I love... lemon? No, you got a banana. No, <laughs> you got a
1: banana. <laughs> it's even worse. Dude, I love
2: bananas. So a Peter banana said he goes. A
1: tree? God damn, in your backyard? That's so cool. You got three of them. Well, I had three of them.
2: Yeah, used to. They're growing yeah. again. Now, that's the amazing thing. They were growing like the next day. That quickly, After huh? they cut them down. They... I'll send you a Bana- picture. Banana, that's superfood right there. Yeah, I don't eat that shit. That's too healthy. I like healthy. Why can't Chipotle grow in my backyard, not a fucking banana?
1: Well, because Chipotle, is... t-
2: t- we plants... Chipotle tastes good, so <laughs> 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 anything that <laughs> tastes good is... <laughs> why can't those plants you know, produce a chicken burrito or a steak bowl?
1: Yeah, but fruit is one thing. I can understand not eating a bunch of vegetables. I'm actually kind of on your side now. Like, I kind of think that that shit might kill you, but I don't think fruit okay. is included in that category. And not all vegetables, but I'm just saying. Like,
2: dude, we didn't have power for 13 days. The diet I was on, it was yeah, no different to me because it was just everything I eat on a normal basis. You know, Gushers, Chewy granola bars, Goldfish crackers. It was my normal my normal routine. Nothing changed for me. Breakfast champions. Shane's yep. like,
1: I, I don't need to cook anything. I just it's it's all preservatives and <laughs> we got
2: Gushers and Bubbly. What more do you need? <laughs> hey, did you get
1: yourself a big old bag of of Double
2: Bubble and? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you actually have a big right ass there. big, a double bubble.
2: I'm in the bunker now in Memphis, but the double bubble goes everywhere. <laughs> How much double bubble do you
1: chew on a daily basis? How many pieces
2: fifteen um, Wow, it's like a full pack of gum. Well, the flavor's gone in ten fucking minutes. You know that ten minutes. Yeah. Dude,
1: 10 minutes, you're really stretching it there, bud. Okay, 5. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Now Six, we're talking. 6.7. <laughs> if you're lucky, if you get if you get a good
2: piece. 10 minutes? Fuck you. All right, the first, where was I? The, we were
1: talking about the eye.
2: Okay, now we're midway through it, and now the eye is over you. Yeah. So, so when the eye goes over you, that's considered taking a direct hit from a Category 4 hurricane. So mm. when that low pressure turns to the left... Obviously, the middle circle has the little opening in it, and that's the eye of the storm. Yep. The eye went right over the top of us. The weird part about the eye is, is the middle of that storm has no wind or rain in it.
1: I was going to say, isn't the eye of a hurricane like actually it's clear?
2: Kinda... You could, like, if you're in an airplane, you could look down through the eye and, like, see my city. Okay. So, what did you get like all of a sudden a brief
1: second where it was like clear and twenty not windy? to
2: thirty minutes of complete. Pure calmness, and the sun is almost shining, and nothing's happening, so you're almost like, Huh, okay, things are going back to normal now, right? But you know, except and now the that's gotta half, be such a mind fuck right there, is. just
1: knowing what you just experienced, right. and now you're like, All right,
2: cool, it's nice out, and now you go from hell. To paradise, and you know hell is going to show up in about Come, it's, it's, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming like, right back. Yeah, it's going to show its me. ugly face. Yep. It's 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 like um,
1: and you're you're thinking like fuck. The house barely survived the first half. How is it going to survive
2: this again? What what Metallica song has an ugly first half, an amazing bridge, and an ugly second half? <laughs> well, a song that you all. Know, I mean. What song has a good bridge, but the rest of the song just sucks?
1: Oh, I was going to say more of it doesn't have to be a song that sucks, but a song that if you say nasty, I, I was thinking Master of Puppets because it's heavy and gnarly, has this nice kind of clean. Okay. That, that's, a good, that's a good point. And then it's right back into nasty again, but not nasty as in bad, but you know what I mean? Just like aggressive and nasty. And that's it's like. Okay, we're getting
2: pummeled for the first three minutes. <laughs> the next right. ninety seconds are paradise. Are nice. on a beach and then, like a Hollywood setting, and the last and then it's five back minutes to having are your having your face pounded in an aluminum baseball bat being swung at your face over and over for the next five minutes. It's like a shotgun to the dick. Master of Ian, there you go. <laughs> Ian, that's yeah, good, that's a good song to, to to compare that to. I mean, Eddie
1: Munson probably would have been on top of your roof, fucking rocking out,
2: dude. <laughs> By the way, as you're hearing this, a week ago on Metal Injection, there was an awesome home that decorated their... Oh, yes. They had like 500 drones. That shit is insane. And a $20,000 light show on their house that did a Metallica, Eddie Munson, Ghostbusters, Halloween to music, choreographed... I, I can't even explain it. it. was so cool. Yeah, you tagged me in it earlier and I watched it. I was like, holy shit, that's fucking
1: insane. <laughs>
2: It went from Metallica to Stranger Things to Ghostbusters, and I'm like, that might be the coolest home decoration I've ever seen in my life.
1: I would say it takes the cake. They So far, away, I give them a golf clap. <laughs> you got to bring your stand somewhere with you. Or, I don't know where the stand is.
2: <laughs> I, I, my house is away. upside down, dude.
1: Right. Um. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure Riverside, we can do these. Episodes from our phones now, so it's a. I did see that on the update. There's a there's an app for it. So for all you listening, for all you app for listeners and future guests, you can if you now, want to be on the show, come on app. Right via in, your
2: iPhone or Android. Y-
1: exactly. You can come on. You can do it through your phone. Right in at podcastforall@gmail.com. at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Come on the show and tell your stories. I don't think your stories are going to be quite as crazy as what
2: we're hearing right now, but let's let's see what you got, dude we're two years into this podcast i never thought i'd talk about surviving a hurricane on a metallica based podcast but Dude,
1: it's legit like a crazy there's a time for i i i i keep picturing it and trying to imagine and just the sounds and it's fuck it's chilling for me and i wasn't even there the sounds are brutal all...
2: the other part that's brutal is how long it took Right. It's not like a
1: bad storm or a tornado like up here in the Midwest where it's like it could Ten last minutes. a little while. Right. Yeah, but it's not going to be your whole entire fucking
2: right. half the day. All day. The worst part about this is normal hurricanes track, which means like as they're tracking over the ground, they go mm-hmm. at like 18 to 25 miles an hour how they like go over your city. This thing was only moving at seven miles an hour to the northeast. So it just sat over us and sat over us and just whipped us all day long. Most hurricanes yeah. pass over a it town a, in like... I thought
1: it was a little windy up here in Minneapolis that day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Gusting to 32. Yeah. Most hurricanes go over a city in like four to five hours for like the duration. This was 10, yeah. 10 and a half because it was moving yeah, so brutal. slow to the northeast. That just think of being in your car at seven miles an hour... And something's whipping you at 100 plus miles an hour. How long is going to take to get through your city? Yeah, okay. It's like the Black
1: Sheep movie where right. uh, Chris Farley and David Spade get pulled over. And he goes, do you know how fast you were going? <laughs> seven. Seven. You were going seven miles seven. an hour. <laughs> and usually when I pull people over, they pull over to the shoulder. He's parked in the middle <laughs> of the road. <laughs>
2: we're talking about the eye and hell is beginning again. Okay, now the eye passes you. So now the south... And the west side of that low pressure that's turning left is beating you. So now the wind's coming from the west. And its intensity is more than the southeast corner.
1: Mm-hmm. Pay attention, people. You're going to learn some shit today.
2: So for four hours out of the southeast at 100. A half an hour to 40 minutes of the eye. Now we're getting the second round from the west. And now it's gusting to 145. And the sustained is 100 plus. Constant. So a constant yeah. hunter with gusts up to 145.
1: That's gnarly, bro.
2: And our west side is the front of the house, so the garage door is in the whole front that is taking this brunt of this direct west wind.
1: Yeah, but it looked like you had a nice uh, stability bar there that you put up to help kind of keep your garage door in place. Did your garage door stay or did it get ripped off?
2: They stayed. And the reason those were in there, I had three by 4 wooden posts that drill into the ground in the garage and then I was they, gonna say they are anchored into the ground. Anchored into the floor and then they're anchored into the header up above mm-hmm. to keep the door from caving in because
1: I knew some serious shit was going down when you sent those pictures the of the garage door yeah. and then yeah I was like, oh boy, I'm like he's preparing for fucking
2: war war. <laughs> so I learned from others that other people that have lost their roofs, like the entire roof's been torn off, it's because enough air and pressure get in the garage. And that air's got oh, nowhere to pushes, go but up. It yep, pushes up, yep. So the key to keeping your roof on is actually keeping the fucking garage doors in place because if those open up, you've got some serious problems. I actually went out in the garage during the second half when it was right on the garage at 140 miles an hour to check those bolts. That, that probably had to be the scariest moment of your life right there. <laughs> I was on the other side of an aluminum door feeling 140 miles an hour Push against the garage doors and the garage doors are pushing against those four by four posts anchored into the floor that and they're flexing.
1: Oh, I'm sure. So I'm, you can, you can, I'm sure you can put your hand on the door and feel the wind. Like it probably feels like what you would imagine.
2: You want to hear it? What? This is what I'm in the garage. This was a sustained one ten with gusts that I later learned were one hundred forty. And you think you're hearing rain hit the door. You're not, it's wind when you hear the sound. And here it is. That's 110 against the garage right now. Sounds like it's crushing a can. (laughs) can. (laughs) That sounds like water. That's just wind.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's insane. That's insane.
2: (laughs) Here's the constant howl that we heard in the closet while I've got my phone out here. Around seventy to eighty is what you're hearing. The gusts are just over a hundred.
1: And I'm sure obviously for all the listeners hearing that, that does absolutely no justice to what no, it actually no. like.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but to hear that kind of whistle all day. Oh long, yeah, that's like. insane. And then the gust where you can just feel the doors moving in the house. It's like whew, this thing is whipping.
1: Well yeah, like what you're saying about the pressure. I mean it's wind, it's air, it's going to creep in any crevice
2: it can get in. So the water came up, um, and then the eye passed, and then the water went down. And I was worried when that second round hit that the water would come back, and then we'd totally be like getting water for sure, knowing how high it was already in the boulevard. Yeah, never, never came back. It 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 went down fast and never returned. That's that's, that's good, what man. saved our home. Literally, we didn't get wet. I got neighbors that you know they're getting ready to tear their homes down next week because it chest high in their home. That second round lasted till. It was a good five hours of 100 miles an hour plus. And then things started to die down around 60 to 70 around 9 p.m. Like I told Krista, I'm like, mm-hmm. if we can make it to 9 or 10 p.m., that's that's kind of the finish line. And at about 10 p.m., it was 60 gusts. And then by midnight, it was down to like 40 gusts to 50.
1: And at that point, you're like, all right, we're home stretch now.
2: Yeah, midnight's the first. Uh, we came out of the closet, <laughs> literally came out of the closet, at about nine thirty at night, and I went outside for the first time at midnight with a flashlight, just to kind of take inventory. And I was like, "Holy fuck, this is this is bad." And I'm sure,
1: I'm sure, standing out there at forty, fifty mile an hour winds was still like that's still a decent amount when you're actually standing out
2: there. It is, but compared to the whole ten hours of the day, it was like a light breeze. It was like this is nothing.
1: Oh yeah, that probably felt like yeah.
2: Once we got to the nine ten p.m. mark, and I knew that. The house is still going to stand. We're going to kind of flood I'm Like, all right, we we made it. But huh. I can actually go to bed tonight. Maybe. Yeah, if... a lot of adrenaline running that. As night. your as, you know, as your pulse night. is
1: still just yeah
2: yeah. And then you wake up the next morning with full daylight and really get outside and see the
1: aftermath, <sighs> oh, and you're... yeah, can't even
2: describe it. But like like I said before, dude, like absolutely terrifying. But what we went through doesn't even come close to what people in Sanibel and Fort Myers beach went through actually surfing in their homes as their homes get taken off the foundation and like taken out to sea. What we had was mild and I'm telling you our mild shit that is just, you know, small peanuts was fucking terrifying. So think of those people. Right. It's like, yeah, okay. Mother nature is not one to fuck around with. (laughs) And that was our, that was our first hurricane. And it's, it's, they think it's going to be in the top three of all time. Well,
1: that's why you're Hurricane Jane now.
2: <laughs> and my neighbor and I are joking like, oh, the next one that's only a Cat 1 or Cat 2, we'll, we'll be in the pool barbecue, and that'll just be a light breeze. Well, at that point, after what you just went that's through. That's what I'm worried about. Everything from now on is not even going to touch this. And it's like, no, we're not leaving. This is just a light storm. Oh, well, it might not be a bad thing. What? It's only going to get to 90? Oh, that's nothing.
1: <laughs> Set the bar high. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely So do you have one. to? Do you still, I assume that you're still going to have people come out and, like, they they check your house,
2: make sure that, you know, the structure and the
1: foundation is still.
2: Yeah, when all this is over with. Now we're dealing with, you know, insurance companies and Got get, to get any
1: boats that flew into your backyard or right, something dude, like that. Boats,
2: <laughs> there's boats on busy parkways and, and Main Street no, downtown sure. that are 10 blocks from any water that floated that far into town. That's all how high the surge was. Everyone's right. boat got taken off their lift and just. Wherever it went, they went. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye-bye. Now we get into the cleanup process, and all the power lines, all the poles on our street went down like dominoes. Oh, yeah. So there's 14 days of no power. And then the city's water treatment facility was so badly damaged, the city turned off all the water that night. You couldn't even get a drip out of the faucet. Everything was shut down water-wise.
1: I'm sure roads are fucking cracked and all messed up. Yeah. Can't drive anywhere.
2: It's hard to explain, but no water for four days, no power for two weeks. Well, we can use our house to sit in. <laughs> oh it was we were we were taking so showering with bottles, and then you got yourself some dude wipes. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought
1: of that. Hey, by the way, by the way, dude wipes. If you guys want to sponsor, and podcast for
2: all we'll, dude wipes we'll now a... wiping down Shane at podcast for all studios in Cape Coral, Florida. Dude, we would get fat dollars if we had dude wipes in our back pocket. Contact and podcast for all at gmail.com for your 30-pack trial of dude wipes. Enter the promo code APFA at dude. <laughs> the promo code is CAT4.
0: <laughs> CAT4. <laughs>
2: <laughs> do not get in your Chevy Silverado and take waves over the hood.
1: Yeah, that's what not to do.
2: So I applaud he, him, though. The, so living off of a generator, you have enough to run your fridge freezer, one lamp, and charge your cell phones, and maybe a fan.
1: And I'm guessing probably not all at the same
2: time, though. You are correct. (laughs) You sound like an electrician, a professional electrician, Mr. Winslow.
1: Oh, yeah. No, electricity is not my friend. Ride the lightning, baby. Obviously, the storm is over. It's still, you know, 90, 100 degrees down there, or maybe not now that it's september 87 but, or october but it's still hot out mm-hmm. obviously no air conditioning so i'm sure the house is getting hot but you also got to keep your your food cold too which which one are you leaning towards are you turning the fan on or are you turning the fridge on
2: uh the fridge went on every five hours for a couple hours to keep the food and the drinks cool yeah because before the storm sure came we prepped we bought 500 dollars worth of food and water before the storm came and we have the generator. And
1: you're, like you said, your kind of food, a bunch of you know, yeah, junk food, Twinkie type of food yeah, that food. just won't go bad. Health food, health food, <laughs> the nummy suck.
2: Twinkies, Goldfish, um, Double Bubble, Bubbly, Gushers, and Chewy chocolate chip granola bars. My kind of diet. All
1: stuff that I can't eat. I, I I'm still partially doing. Well, not partially. I'm still doing my Good for you. diet. I and then Sop, Chris is like, this diet's killing me. I'm like, nothing new for me. <laughs> I, I could go for a twinkie, I'm not gonna lie. It's been a while since I've had a little bit of sugar. Still on that caveman diet. And, you know, tomato, tomato, whatever anyone wants to call it. <laughs> you feel better though? Yeah, yeah. I've actually noticed too, um caffeine. Since taking the you know, getting rid of the caffeine and taking the desiccated organ supplements, so getting the vitamins <laughs> and the nutrition that you get from like liver, kidney, spleen, heart, pancreas, all that. Oof. I actually I actually feel a difference by incorporating that. What would into... happen
2: if you ate Gushers in a fruit roll up right now?
1: Oh, I'm sure I would enjoy it. Now if I ate like a package of it, I don't I because I mean I've been doing it now for like a month and a half, so I don't feel like I've been doing it long enough to where like if I have any kind Still, of like well that's a tough change. Good for you. It's uh it's a process. <laughs> I, dude, I can imagine it's a big process. But when I go to Hilton Head and all, all bets are off. That week I'm eating whatever I want. <laughs>
2: You're going to be eating good there, Clark. I'm going to be joining to eating with you. It's going to be a good weekend. Yes, you are. We're going to be eating well. Oh. Bring this man another ribeye. <laughs> and get it back here, Davenport. Get Winslow Oversized ribeye here and make it back here.
1: I'll just, you know, when we get there, I'll tell Shane, we serve
2: tongue. <laughs> you boys like tongue? <laughs> Hit puree. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I want to learn how to play the violin. <laughs> All right, so two weeks on a generator, the the pool's fucked, the, the lanai's fucked, I barely have any shingles left, the the lawn and the landscaping is totally fucked, so come on down and visit. Nothing to look at, but we still got a home. You know, now they've
1: opened Florida back up. What I yep. want to know is, so now we've gone through the whole process of, you know, leaning up to it. I want to hear a little bit about the after, kind of more of the, you know, when you started to, you know, have, you know, you're getting your power back, you're getting the water back, and you're kind of going back to normal life. And now you're starting to, you know, because obviously we're on a Metallica-based podcast. So we need to know, yes, like, sir. what are you thinking when you're kind of coming back into the real world and you're seeing, like, all right, this is what's been going on outside of, of you know, what you've been dealing with. You come back, you see some interesting things like, you know, Metallica cigars. Uh, let's get, let's drew get, let's get a a,
2: state in the new M81 cigars.
1: Yes, let's get a hot take from Mr. Shane Aroki. What do you think about that?
2: In the eye of the tornado. Um, <laughs> the cigars are cool. The whole black intake on it and this cigar connoisseur Drew estate, I'm not a fan of.
1: Does it make you feel kind of like they're heading down the same road as Kiss? I know we've talked about that before. but They have
2: been for a while. It seems like they're really...
1: They're really... Uh, they're really ringing that chamois, out. but you know what? At least they're doing things that are a little bit more classy. They're doing the whiskey, they're doing the cigars, they did the beer. To me, it's not like, oh, hey, here's a coffin for forty eight hundred dollars. I hear you. Here's you know, the whiskey. I mean, I got
2: totally out of control though with the batches. That that kind of brushed me the wrong way. I don't, I don't see them I don't stopping. It. I
1: think I think they're going to be doing it for a while. It seems like people like it, and dude. The little liquor store up at the cab, up at my cabin. It's a little bait shop
2: liquor store sells blackened. In the middle of nowhere. In the middle of, yeah. Right. It's big. They're doing well. I hate to say it, but there's also a part of me that thinks that they lost so much during the pandemic that they have to do this little piddly shit to make up for it.
1: But do they really, though? I mean, I know they lost, everybody lost something, but. But it's like Did they have they re- a
2: quarter to make, and they had to make that quarter, and now they're making up with this cigars and, you know, it's not like they're 1,100 hurting. different batches and really shitty cheap production that we've seen the last two summers that disappointed me. Aside from shows, cheap production, trust me. We know
1: what kind of money they make from their shows, or at least we have an idea of what we think they make, you know what I mean? But... Other put that aside. How much money do you think they really lost during the pandemic? I know that sounds silly because it's like, well, duh, they make all their money from shows, but it's like they make a lot of money from a lot of other things
2: as well, merchandise. Oh yeah, and you and I know that, but they still lost millions and not playing for a year and a half.
1: It's just to me, it's mind-boggling that they would need to do that to kind of make up for it. Yeah, they're still trying
2: to make up from through the never. Now that's actually more understandable than <laughs> the 3D IMAX movie was a bust. Sorry, folks.
1: It was it was good, but yeah, and unfortunately, unfortunately, how badass them, that
2: movie was, and they just lost their tail on it.
1: Uh, so much on it, I don't get it.
2: No, I do get it. Such a good sound out of that fucking experience.
1: I do get it because it's a, it was it's an acquired taste type of situation to go see that in a movie theater at least. Well, they
2: had to pay me and Pizzle our royalties for being in the movie.
1: Royalties. I think what they should have done is made it a little bit, if they wanted it to go over well, it should have been like 60% less concert and more movie. Make it like actually a movie. And now for us fans and the people that wanted to see, you know, a new quote unquote Metallica live for us concert. Fans, it was
2: the best thing ever.
1: It was the best thing ever, but let's face it, they could have done the same exact shows that they did, but literally used 30 or 40% of that, if that, and then the rest of its actual movie, I think it would have gone over way better. I think that's the direction you go if you're trying to make a live concert movie, make it a movie, give us a good, you know, 50 to 60 minutes worth of actual movie, and then put in a half an hour, 40 minutes of concert mixed in with their hour and 40 minute movie. You know, obviously easier said than done. I, I don't make movies, so I'm not going to say I could make a better one. But to me, I think that would have been a much better deal.
2: What's in the bag, Trip? Oh, just Shane's flood insurance policy you can't find currently.
1: <laughs> well, good thing you don't have to worry about that. <laughs>
2: what I will say, as much of a badass concert DVD that turned out to be, for the first time in a... I'm trying to think of everything they've done since the pandemic for the first Mm -hmm. time. I was pretty psyched up about the 40th anniversary. Mm -hmm. I'm really psyched up for this Fort Lauderdale Johnny and Marsha Z tribute show.
1: Does it top S&M too,
2: though. That was before the pandemic. That's a good point. Oh, duh. Yeah, you said since the pandemic. Sorry. I was psyched for that, too. I, I have a hunch that this Lauderdale show... Just a couple or weeks some away, rare, some rare stuff. I, I, I have a feeling that this is going to be up there, and I'm going to be pretty happy that I'm going to it. To be honest,
1: I'm really wishing that that that's one that I wish that I could go to. The only thing Five I, I days I, before your wedding. Yeah, I, I definitely. I, I will already be already be in Hilton Head, so I there's no way I'd be able to make it if there was any way I could. I just <laughs> bid my
2: schedule for November. I have the Ooh. fifth through the 12th off of November. I'm oh, you're going good. To, going to the Johnny Z show. And then coming to Hilton With Larry. Head.
0: Larry! Larry!
2: And Mr. Brian Silver. The three of us are rocking that show. And then I'm going up to Hilton Head for your wedding. The rest of my November is totally dog shit garbage of a schedule. I'm going to be gone for the rest of the month. But by God damn it, we're going that's to Johnny Z. Zeke. And we're going <laughs> to the Winslow wedding. And that's my November. I don't even have Thanksgiving off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. I feel honored. I feel honored that uh, See, I'm a part of the the special week. All because of the Winslows and
2: the Zazulas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, I know they lived in Florida, but I don't agree that that show should have been in Florida. That doesn't, I thought it was kind of, you I know, I thought they
2: were kind of. 200% agree with you on that. It's the weirdest location to pay tribute to New Jersey and New Yorkers.
1: You know, like, my instant thought, you know, I even commented on their page, which I don't do, and I was, like, feeling like they were clowning him, like, and people are like, oh, well, that's where he lived. I'm like, duh, I know that's where he he's lived, but that's retired. not where he's from. Right. Yeah, it's like, and I even, I think I even mentioned this, that's like doing a, a tribute show for James in Colorado, like, True. that doesn't make, that wouldn't
2: make any sense. Like, oh, well, he's back he, to New he, York where the old bridge militia was.
1: That's what I'm saying. New York, New Jersey, like. Either one of those would Old have been, in, to me, New York or New Jersey is where it should have been. One of those two would have been appropriate. I even think that doing it somewhere in California is more appropriate just because that's where
2: Metallica is from. But they I said- just didn't. Um, there's a hurricane in the forecast. We don't know how bad it's going to be, but <laughs> right? we know Shane wants to sleep in his own bed and have a Florida show an hour and oh, a half. Oh, for away you, from that's
1: it. amazing.
2: That it doesn't get. He any better wants than to that. drive the Tesla to the show, not get a hotel room, drive home that same night, and be in his own bed and say that was a hell of a day.
1: Absolutely, and you know what? I do think of what they're doing. I think the show is it's it's incredibly cool because let's face it, without those people, there would be no Metallica. If they wouldn't have given them true statement. the initial chance that no one else would, there's a good chance nobody would have ever heard of
2: Metallica and James would have been a fucking busboy. I think next week you and I should have a total set list prediction for this mm-hmm. special one-off show because per the flyer and the description, only playing songs from 83 and 84. Will I hear Trapped Under Ice for the second time in my life? You might. I think I might. You just might. I'm actually feel, feeling pretty good on those odds with a 16-song set from two records.
1: You know, while we're in our Metallica news,
2: did you see the new thing that should not be poster that they released? I did. I think that came out two days before my life got turned upside down. That was a cool poster. Yeah, but I, could, I feel like I would have to put that in
1: like top three favorite posters of all time i don't what? know what it was wow yeah seriously you were really digging that it uh the simplicity of it but at the same time the complexity of it you know like with the with the the kraken and all of that i don't know okay. there's something about it that i just saw and i was like yes that is i'm i'm kind of i don't want to say sick of it but i'm skeletons and skulls and the dead and this and that are kind of synonymous with metal music right. so to see like the ocean and you know something just you know still kind of dark and eerie they were predicting the storm surge (laughs) exactly the waves exactly (laughs) i just like the for metallica they don't normally go in that kind of that vibe that style Mm -hmm. so i thought it was very cool to see that and that's why it was something that caught my attention i was like fuck i might even buy one of those
2: if jeff's gonna buy a poster you know it's good it's legit now I've got a hundred posters from when I was a kid. I just never got into the concert posters. Yeah, I think no. Normally, a concert I'm poster not. Every show is highly overrated. Some people dig I... it. Some people will have all of them, and I give them credit. But just, I just never got into that.
1: Yeah, it's not really my thing. And it, I would buy it, and I, it's realistically, it's not like I would hang it up in in my house anywhere. It'd be one of those things that it's just like it's cool to
2: have. Now I'm going to show you something. That's new in the Met store. Would you buy that shirt? Yes, I would. That is
1: to me, dude, that me might be classic. That might be one of the best shirts they've come out with in the last year or two. And like, the shirt that...
2: we're looking at, people, are the Kill Ride Puppets Justice Black Load and Reload cassettes stacked up. In a uh, cassette tower, I love how it ended that reload, kind of like when cassettes died, like later. when they actually were done. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think I have a garage. Jules, cassette, this butt. ain't even cassette. This is C this motherfucking is a C B, motherfucking B.
1: <laughs>
2: but it's pretty cool to have them stacked up in chronological order in the old tape deck. That's a shirt
1: that I would actually consider buying. Not, not consider. I think I actually might buy it. I, think I really that like one. that shirt. That's legit. I think I,
2: I think I'm gonna get it. That's one of those shirts. that's like if you know, you know. You know exactly. I love exactly. it. Exactly. Finally, some good shit in the Met store.
1: All right, so we've been t- we've been talking for about an hour and fifteen minutes here. We only got about fifteen minutes of Metallica talk, but we got an hour of one incredible story. Again, man, I am super super happy that you guys are all right. Your house is Thanks, all right. Ma'am. Your neighborhood, for the most part. Hopefully, I is, don't have to tell
2: is... the story again in my lifetime.
1: Right, and if you do, <laughs> you know, hopefully, it just won't be as intense. But no, I'm coming the... to your basement
2: to watch Metallica DVDs for 14 days with power.
1: There you go. Come <laughs> to my house. My, my door is open, and you know what? We we may only get tornadoes up here, uh, but not hurricanes. And that, that leads me into our final segment here in Voting for All, and it has to do with natural disasters. Now, I know probably which way you're going to lean when it comes to this, but I want to see what our listeners think. When it comes down to natural disasters, overall, which one would you fear more? A tornado or a hurricane? And go. That's
2: tough. A hurricane you can prep for, a tornado you can't.
1: You don't get really a lot of time. It's no. usually like, all right, there's going to be a thunderstorm. Right. And then out of nowhere, it's like, all right, now it's gone from thunderstorm warning to tornado warning. And the tornado warning. sirens
2: go off. A hurricane, you know, we, we knew it had a chance of coming towards us six days before it happened. Right. So a hurricane, you can prep. Um, but once you're actually
1: in it, I mean, that's a pretty... Yeah, <laughs> 10 hours with, versus,
2: with, you know, five minutes is a different story. There's a lot of pros and cons. And then there's, you know, a tornado can level any neighborhood as well as a hurricane can level any neighborhood and then I guess what I took away from this is I I underestimated the power of the surge. Right. Like a storm surge is fucking it's spooky how fast that shit. You look at like Sanibel and Fort Myers Beach some of those like time lapse videos yeah good luck yeah. you're done. Probably a better chance of surviving a tornado so I'm going to go with a tornado. Seeing a tornado seeing what the hurricane did a tornado is going to Kill less people when you look at so, the odds. But that,
1: I was saying, which one? Which one do you fear more? Oh, which one do I fear more? Yeah, that's the one. Like your a hurricane. Like which one are you more scared of?
2: Hurt. And I I've been through a tornado. I, had, I haven't been affected by a tornado, but I've been to some pretty close ones. But that's right, just right. You don't know about it, and by the time it passes, it's over in five ten minutes. Hurricane. Right. You got all and the again, worry in again, the world, like, and it, then you got ten hours of living it. And it's just fucking sheer terror. Exactly, and the reason
1: why I picked this is because you got, you know, not that I mean, I'm sure there's been tornadoes that have lasted for a decent amount of time, but sure. they're nowhere near as long. Well, as you and I were in that big one down you... in
2: Moore, Oklahoma, in 2013.
1: And and when you're driving on the freeway and you see cars upside down, that's a that's a scary thought. That that's a scary. You and I you know, have you can shared see a tornado
2: experience, pretty damn close.
1: You know, for me, I you know, and this is for a lot of our listeners, and this is why I was curious to see what people are thinking because most of us haven't you know for the most part been in or truly affected directly by either one so you're kind of looking at it just like all right this is what you've either heard about you've seen in movies pictures whatever it may be and you know i think back to the movie twister and great movie tornadoes like you know they fascinated me but they always freaked me out but after hearing your story and you know i've never really talked to someone that's actually been through you know a legit hurricane. Mm -hmm. And I got to say, that's the one that I would, I would fear more, but it, when you, when you bring in the fact of like you were saying, you have days to prepare for that where the tornado, you don't. So you have something that lasts a long time, but you know, it's coming. You have Mm -hmm. the time to leave the tornado. So it is a really tough decision. Like which one is really more scary because obviously both can do the same devastating effects. They can level an entire, City neighborhood, lots of pros and you know, cons. So dude. there definitely and is. lots of pros and cons well,
2: to staying versus evacuating. But you know, I made a decision. We made a decision, and the, the the important part was we stuck with the decision. We didn't get in the Silverado like my neighbor did, and
1: and leave. <laughs> yeah, we laugh about so it. just now. To clarify... and I
2: laugh about it now. But there was there were some moments there where I'm like, I might not ever see them again because, whew, whatever
1: and that is a ridiculous thought to even yeah. come to we should it, have my neighbors you know? on the show <laughs> i would love to hear i would honestly love to hear their story if they want to come on they should <laughs> hey peter here's I'm a, sure mic. There's a
2: lot of are talking we'll laugh at you later
1: uh, i'm sure there's a lot of people that listen to the show that would actually be very interested to hear it from I'll his perspective of walking through you know 100 mile an hour swimming. winds <laughs> yeah swimming <laughs>
2: Uh, real quick, that evening there was a shark in the middle of Main Street, downtown Fort Myers. There there were some fish in the middle of our boulevard that came up from far away. Uh, there was boats in all corners of my city on all certain driveways, roads, parkways, front lawns, back lawns. There was boats that ended up in people's pools. So for everybody
1: listening, if you if you can donate to the people that are down there, there's a lot of of uh, programs that are people
2: in need of of everything, dude. It it doesn't matter if you're poor, middle, rich millionaire, there's people that are in serious need of, you know, even diapers Mm -hmm. and bottled water right now. Everybody has a need and it's just you, you don't know who needs what. It's crazy. As Americans should come together and help the people that
1: are here in our country, you know, because there's, there's people in dire need. Before
2: I forget, a home in Fort Myers, they evacuated to a shelter. They didn't come back to their home for four days, mm-hmm. walked into their home in knee high water, and in the kitchen was a nine foot alligator in their kitchen. <laughs> like swimming. <laughs> oh, I
1: should, I'm not laughing, but would be just... like, get the
2: fuck out. We're out of here. Oh, yeah, dude. With how fast those things can move, too in the fucking kitchen like i'm not talking like four foot i'm talking like big gator in the kitchen swimming as you come home Fucking huge! like oh let's see what happened
1: <laughs> i've done the gator tours down in south carolina where they talk oh, about them and it's like those motherfuckers can move quick yeah. i would they I would look slow terror. but they're not oh no they're not at all especially when they're in the water you
2: can imagine walking in your kitchen knee high water and there he is just around the corner
1: Yeah, I'd be like, uh, do we move? Do we not move? Like, where do you go? Roll the
2: house up. We're out of here. Grab the gun. It's right
1: above the mantle. (laughs) (laughs)
2: All right, Hurricanes, Zazula. We voted. We talked about the free speech for the dumb, dumbest shit we've seen all week on the internet. What, What else could we talk about in episode two in season 10? Sorry we missed a few weeks. Sorry I didn't have power. I was a little preoccupied. You know I don't like breaking consecutive records, but uh, life kinda is a little different. life kinda got in the way for the last two weeks, I'm sorry. Knowing, you know, like for me,
1: you know, I obviously had questions. There were things I wanted to know. I'm sure there's things people want to know, like, hey,
2: make sure you have what do you do in this situation? <laughs> so they can identify you.
1: <laughs> like that's crazy. That's crazy. I would have never thought about that. You know, in that type of situation, right. I don't think that that would be the first thing that comes to my mind. No, you
2: were thinking about what the Zazula set list will be in a couple of weeks in Fort Lauderdale, Florida.
1: Yep, you're sitting there listening to the wind and you're going, hmm, am I going
2: to hear Trapped Under Ice again or am I going to be trapped under this roof? We could possibly hear Escape and I'd really like to escape this hurricane right now. <laughs> I'd like to escape, yeah. And we might have to yeah, fight like to fire with the fire. We might fade to black before the day is over, you never know.
1: Oh, that just took a turn.
2: And when he lost the power?
0: Hit the light, hit the light. Hit yeah, the light.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this hurricane might kill them all.
2: <laughs> next week. You down with that? We're predicting the Zazula set list.
1: Yeah, I'll start working on it. 16 we'll do it songs,
2: week. one show. That's what we're going to work with.
1: Maybe we, since Larry's coming, maybe we should have him jump in and join in on the festivities. I might,
2: I'm not going to get crazy with the details of the dream no more, but I'm going to add a couple details with maybe some equipment, just some small tidbits. Until until next week, I will have my set ready. Until it sleeps, Hurricane Shane, season 10, episode 2.
1: Good episode, man.
2: That was amazing. I will, uh, all right. See, see la- you next week. I'll see you next week. Take care, Pizzle. See you later, Pizzle. And we'll talk to you soon.
1: And bye. And we'll see you later. Bye, Pizzle. And bye. the mississippi the mighty mississippi <laughs> the old miss the
0: old man deep river my home is over jordan